are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. Yellowstone National Park, established by the U.S. Congress and signed into law by President Ulysses S. Grant on March 1st, 18. 72 is a national park located primarily in the U.S. state of Wyoming, although it also extends into Montana and Idaho. Yellowstone, widely held to be the first national park in the world, is known for its wildlife and its many geothermal features, especially Old Faithful Geyser, one of the most popular features in the park. Yellowstone has many types of ecosystems, but the subalpine forest is dominant. Native Americans have lived in the Yellowstone region for at least 11,000 years. The region was bypassed during the Lewis and Clark expedition in the early 19th century. Aside from visits by mountain men during the early to mid 19th century, organized exploration did not begin until the late 1860s. The U.S. Army was commissioned to oversee the park just after its establishment. In 1917, administration of the park was transferred to the National Park Service, which had been created the previous year. In 
hundreds of structures have been built and are protected for their architectural and historical significance. And researchers have examined more than 1,000 archaeological sites. Yellowstone Park spans an area of 3,468 square miles or 8,983 kilometers squared comprising of lakes, canyons, rivers, and mountain ranges. Yellowstone Lake is one of the largest high-altitude lakes in North America and is centered over the Yellowstone caldera which is by the way the largest supervolcano on the continent the caldera is considered an active volcano it has erupted with tremendous force several times in the last two million years. Half of the world's geothermal, geothermal features are in Yellowstone National Park, fueled by this ongoing volcanism. Lava flows and rocks from volcanic eruptions cover most of the land area of Yellowstone. The park is the centerpiece of the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, the largest remaining nearly intact ecosystem in the Earth's northern temperate zone. Hundreds of species of mammals birds, fish, and reptiles have been documented, including several that are either endangered or threatened. The vast forest and grasslands also include unique species of plants. Yellowstone National Park is the largest and the most famous megafauna location in the continental United States. Grizzly bears, wolves, and free-ranging herds of bison and elk live in the park. The Yellowstone Park Bison Herd is the oldest and largest public bison herd in the United States. Forest fires occur in the park each year. In the large forest fires of the 1988, nearly one-third of the park was burnt. Yellowstone has numerous recreational opportunities, including 
hiking, camping, boating, fishing, and sightseeing. Paved roads provide close access to the major geothermal areas, as well as some of the lakes and waterfalls. During the winter, visitors often access the park by way of guided tours that either use snow coaches or snowmobiles. The park is located at the headwaters of the Yellowstone River from which it takes its historical name. Near the end of the 18th century, French trappers named the river Rocher-Rhône, which is probably a translation of the military name Minnesota, Yellow Rock River. Later, American trappers rendered the French name in English as Yellowstone although it's commonly believed that the river was named for the yellow rocks seen in the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone. The Native American name source is not clear. The human history of the park begins at least 11,000 years ago when Aboriginal Americans first began to hunt and fish in the region. During the construction of the post office in Gardner, Montana in the 1950s, an obsidian projectile point of Clovis origin was found that dated from approximately 11,000 years ago. These Paleo-Indians of the Colovis culture used the significant amount of obsidian found in the park to make such cutting tools and weapons. Arrowheads made of Yellowstone obsidian have been found as far away as Mississippi Valley, indicating that a regular obsidian trade existed between local tribes and tribes further east. By the time white explorers first entered the region during the Lewis and Clark expedition, in 1805, they encountered the Nez, Perse, Crow, and Shoshone tribes. While passing through present-day Montana, the expedition members were informed of the Yellowstone region to the south, but unimaginably, they did not investigate it.
1806, John Coulter, a member of the Lewis and Clark expedition, left to join a group of fur trappers. After splitting up with the other trappers in 1807, Coulter passed through a portion of what later became the park during the winter of 1807-1808. Coulter observed at least one geothermal area in the northeastern section of the park near Tower Fall. After surviving wounds he had suffered in a battle with members of the Crow and Blackfoot tribes in 1809, he gave a description of the place of fire and brimstone that was dismissed by most people as delirium. The supposedly imaginary place was nicknamed Coulter's Hell. Over the next 40 years, numerous reports from mountain men and trappers told of boiling mud, steaming rivers, and petrified trees. Yet most of these reports were believed at the time to be myth. After an 1856 exploration, mountain man Jim Bridger, also believed to be the first or second European-American to have seen the Great Salt Lake, reported observing boiling springs, spouting water, and a mountain of glass and yellow rock. These reports were largely ignored because Bridger was known for being a spinner of yarns. In 1859, Captain William F. Reynolds, U.S. Army surveyor, embarked on a two-year survey of the Northern Rockies. After wintering in Wyoming in May 1860, Reynolds and his party, which included naturalist Fernadad Venadier Hayden and guide Jim Bridger, attempted to cross the Continental Divide over two ocean plateaux from the Wind River drainage in northeast Wyoming. Heavy spring snows prevented their passage, but they had been able to traverse the divide. The party would have been the first organized survey to enter the Yellowstone region. The American Civil War hampered further organized exploration until the late 1860s.
the first detailed expedition to the Yellowstone area was the Cook Folsom Peterson expedition of 1869, which consisted of three privately funded explorers. The Folsom party followed the Yellowstone River to Yellowstone Lake. The members of this, the Folsom party, kept a journal and based on the information it reported, a party of Montana residents organized the Washburn-Langford-Doan expedition in 1870. It was headed by the Surveyor General of Montana, Henry Washburn, and included Nathaniel P. Langford, who later became known as National Park Langford, and a U.S. Army detachment commanded by Lieutenant Gustavus Doan. The expedition spent about a month exploring the region, collecting specimens, and naming sites of interest. A Montana writer and lawyer named Cornelius Hedges, who had been a member of the Washburn Expedition, proposed that the region should be set aside and protected as a national park. He wrote a number of detailed articles about his observations for the Helena Herald newspaper between 1870 and 1871. Hedges essentially restated comments made in October 1865 by Acting Monta Montana Territorial Governor Thomas Francis Meager, who had previously commented that the region should be protected. Others made similar suggestions. In an 1871 letter from J. Cook, to Ferdinand V. Hayden. Cook wrote that his friend, Congressman William D. Kelly, had also just suggested Congress pass a bill reserving the Great Geyser Basin as a public park forever. In 1871, 11 years after his failed first effort, Ferdinand V. Hayden was finally able to make another attempt to explore the region. With government sponsorship, Hayden returned to Yellowstone region with a second, larger expedition, the Hayden Geological Survey of 1871. he compiled a comprehensive report on Yellowstone, which included large format photographs by William Henry Jackson, as well as paintings by Thomas Moran. 
His report helped to convince the U.S. Congress to withdraw this region from public auction. On March 1, 1872, President Ulysses S. Grant signed the Act of Dedication Law that created Yellowstone National Park. Hayden, while not the only person to have thought of creating a park in the Yellowstone region, was the park's first and most enthusiastic advocate. Hayden believed in setting aside the area as a pleasure ground for the benefit and enjoyment of the people and warned that there were those who would come and make merchandise of these beautiful specimens. Worrying the area could face the same fate as Niagara Falls, he concluded the site should be as free as the air or water. In his report to the Committee on Public Lands, he concluded that if the bill failed to become law, the vandals who are now waiting to enter into this wonderland will, in a single season, despoil beyond recovery these remarkable curiosities which has requited all the cunning skill of nature thousands of years to prepare. Hayden and his 1871 party recognized that Yellowstone was a priceless treasure, which would become rarer with time. He wished for others to see and experience it as well. Eventually, the railroads, and sometime after that, the automobile, would make it possible. The park was not set aside strictly for ecological purpose. However, the designation Pleasure Ground was not an invitation to create an amusement park. Hayden imagined something akin to the scenic resorts and baths in England, Germany, and Switzerland. The act of dedication signed by Ulysses S. Grant reads as follows. An act to set apart a certain tract of land near the headwaters of the Yellowstone River as a public park being enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives and the United States of America in Congress assembled, that the tract of land in the territories of Montana and Wyoming is hereby reserved and withdrawn from settlement, occupancy, or sale under the laws of the United States and dedicated and set apart as a public park or pleasure ground for the benefit and enjoyment of the people and all persons who shall locate or settle upon 
or occupy the same or any part thereof, except as hereinafter provided, shall be considered trespassers and removed therefrom. Approved March 1st, 1872. Signed by James G. Blaine, Speaker of the House. Schuler Colfax, Vice President of the United States and President of the Senate and Ulysses S. Grant, President of the United States. Believe it or not, there was considerable local opposition to the Yellowstone National Park during its early years. Some locals feared that the regional economy would be unable to thrive if there remained strict federal prohibitions against resource development or settlement within park boundaries. Local entrepreneurs advocated reducing the size of the park so that mining, hunting, and logging activities could be developed. And numerous bills were introduced into Congress by Montana representatives who sought to remove the federal land use restrictions. Thank goodness they all failed. After the park's official formation, Nathaniel Langford was appointed as the park's first superintendent in 1872. He served for five years but was denied a salary, funding, and staff. Langford lacked the means to improve the land or properly protect the park, and without formal policy or regulations, he had few legal methods to enforce such protection. This left Yellowstone vulnerable to poachers, vandals, and others seeking to raid his resources. He addressed the practical problems park administrators faced in the 1870 report to the Secretary of the Interior and correctly predicted that Yellowstone will become a major international attraction deserving the continuing stewardship of the U.S. government. In 1875, Colonel William Ludlow, who had previously explored areas of Montana under the command of George Armstrong Custer, was assigned to organize and lead an expedition to Montana and the newly established Yellowstone Park. Observations about the lawlessness and exploitation of park resources were included in Ludlow's report of a reconnaissance to the Yellowstone National Park. The report included letters and attachments 
by other expedition members, including naturalists and mineralogists George Bird Grinnell. Grinnell documented the poaching of buffalo, deer, elk, and antelope for hides. Quote, it is estimated that during the winter of 1874 through 1875, not less than 3,000 buffalo and mule deer suffer even more severely than the elk and the antelope nearly as much. End quote. As a result, Langford was forced to step down in 1877. Having traveled through Yellowstone and witnessed land management problems firsthand, Philidus Norris volunteered for the position following Langford's exit. Congress finally saw fit to implement a salary for the position, as well as to provide minimal funding to operate the park. Norris used these funds to expand access to the park, building numerous crude roads and facilities. In 1880, Harry Yant was appointed as a gamekeeper to control poaching and vandalism in the park. Yount had previously spent a number of years exploring the mountain country of present-day Wyoming, including the Grand Tetons, after joining Hayden's Geological Survey in 1873. Today, he is considered the first National Park Ranger, and Yount's Peak, located at the head of the Yellowstone River, was named in his honor. However, these measures will still provide to be insufficient in protecting the park as neither Norris nor the three super superintendents who were followed him were given sufficient manpower or resources. The Northern Pacific Railroad built a train station in Livingston, Montana connecting the northern entrance in the early 1880s, which helped to increase visitation from 300 in 1872 to 5,000 in 1883. Visitors in these early years were faced with poor roads and limited services, and most access into the park was on horse 
or via stagecoach. By 1908, visitation increased enough to also attract a Union Pacific Railroad connection to West Yellowstone, though rail visitation fell off considerably by World War II and ceased around the 1960s. Much of the railroad line was converted to nature trails, among them the Yellowstone Branch Line Trail. During the 1870s and 1880s, Native American tribes were effectively excluded from the National Park. A number of tribes had made seasonal use of the Yellowstone area, but the only year-round residents were small bands of Western Shoshone known as sheep eaters. They left the area under the assurances of a treaty negotiated in 1868, under which the sheep eaters ceded their lands but retain the right to hunt in Yellowstone. The United States never ratified the treaty and refused to recognize the claims of the sheep eaters or any other tribes that had made use of Yellowstone. The Nez Perce tribe associated with Chief Joseph numbering about 750 people, passed through Yellowstone National Park in 13 days during late August 1877. They were being pursued by the U.S. Army and entered the National Park about two weeks after the Battle of the Big Hole. Some of the Nez Perce Indians were friendly to the tourists and other people they encountered in the park. Some were not. Nine park visitors were briefly taken captive. Despite Chief Joseph and other chiefs ordering that no one should be harmed, at least two people were killed and several wounded. One of the areas where encounters occurred was in the lower Geyser Basin and east along a branch of the Firehole River to Mary Mountain and beyond. That stream is still known as Nez Pierce Creek. A group of Bannocks entered the park in 1878. Alarming Park Superintendent Philidus Norris. In the aftermath of the Sheep Eater Indian War of 1879, Norris built a fort for the purpose of preventing Native Americans from entering the National Park. 
ongoing poaching and destruction of natural resources continued unabated until the U.S. Army arrived at Mammoth Hot Springs in 1886 and built Camp Sheridan. Over the next 22 years, the Army constructed permanent structures and Camp Sheridan was renamed Fort Yellowstone. With the funding and manpower necessary to keep a diligent watch, the Army developed their own policies and regulations that permitted public access while protecting park wildlife and natural resources. When the National Park Service was created in 1916, many of the management principles developed by the Army were adopted by the new agency. The Army turned control over to the National Park Service on October 31st 1918. By 1915, 1,000 automobiles per year were entering the park, resulting in conflicts with horses and horse-driven transportation. In subsequent years, Horse travel on roads was eventually prohibited. The Civilian Conservation Corps, or CCC, a New Deal relief agency for young men, played a major role between 1933 and 1942 in developing Yellowstone facilities. CCC projects included reforestation, campground development of many of the park's trails and campgrounds, trail construction, fire hazard reduction, and firefighting work. The CCC built the majority of the early visitor centers, campgrounds, and the current system of park roads. During World War II, tourist travel fell sharply, staffing was cut, and many facilities fell into disrepair. By the 1950s, visitation increased tremendously in Yellowstone and other national parks. To accommodate the increased visitation, park officials implemented Mission 66, an effort to modernize and expand park service facilities. Planned to be completed by 1966 in honor of the 50th anniversary of the founding of the National Park Service, Mission 66 construction diverged from the traditional log cabin style with design features of a modern style. During the late 1980s, 
most construction styles in Yellowstone reverted back to the more traditional designs. After the enormous forest fires of 1988 damaged much of Grant Village, structures there were rebuilt in the traditional style. The visitor center at Canyon Village, which opened in 2006, incorporates a more traditional design as well. The 1959 Yellowstone earthquake, just west of Yellowstone at Hebgen Lake, damaged roads and some structures in the park. In the northwest section of the park, new geysers were found and many existing hot springs became turbid. It was the most powerful earthquake to hit the region in recorded history. In 1963, after several years of public controversy regarding the forest reductions of the elk population in Yellowstone, the United States Secretary of the Interior, Stuart Udall, appointed an advisory board to collect scientific data to inform future wildlife management of the national parks. In a paper known as the Leopold Report, the committee observed that culling programs at other national parks had been ineffective and recommended management of Yellowstone elk population. The wildfires during the summer of 1988 were the largest in the history of the park. Approximately 793,000 acres or 321,000 hectares or 1,240 square miles or 36% of the parkland was impacted by the fires, leading to a systematic re-evaluation of Yellowstone fire management policies. The fire season of 1988 was considered normal until a combination of drought and heat by mid-July contributed to an extreme fire danger. On Black Saturday, which was August 20th, 1988, strong winds expanded the fires rapidly and more than 230 square miles burned. That was all in one day. The expansive cultural history of the park has been documented by the thousand archaeological sites that have been discovered. The park has 1,106 
historic structures and features. And of these, Obsidian Cliff and five buildings have been designated National Historic Landmarks. Yellowstone was des designated an International Biosphere Reserve on October 26, 1976 and a UN World Heritage Site on September 8, 1978. The park was placed on a list of World Heritage in Danger from 1995 to 2003 due to the effects of tourism, infection of wildlife, and issues with invasive species. In the year 2010, Yellowstone National Park was honored with its own quarter under the America the Beautiful Quarters program. The Heritage and Research Center is located at Gardner, Montana, near the north entrance to the park. The center is home to the Yellowstone National Park Museum Collection, Archives, Research Library, Historian, Archaeology Lab, and Herbarium. The Yellowstone National Park Archives maintains collections of historical records of Yellowstone and the National Park Service. The collection includes the administrative records of Yellowstone as well as resource management records, records from major projects, and donated manuscripts and personal papers. The archives are affiliated with the National Archives and Records Administration. Approximately 96% of the land area of Yellowstone National Park is located within the state of Wyoming. Another 3% is in Montana, with the remaining 1% is in Idaho. The park is 63 miles or 101 kilometers north to south and 54 miles or 87 kilometers east to west. Yellowstone is 2.2 million acres or 898,000 hectares or 3,468 square miles in area. It is larger than the states of Rhode Island or Delaware.
rivers, and lakes cover 5% of the land area, with the largest water body being Yellowstone Lake at 87,000 acres, or an astounding 136 square miles. Yellowstone Lake is up to 400 feet deep and has 110 miles of shoreline at an elevation of 7,733 feet or 2,357 meters above sea level. Yellowstone Lake is the largest high altitude lake in North America. Forests comprise 80% of the land area of the park and most of the rest is grassland. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.